Whether you're coming from a boat or a stand, welcome back to the lodge with your hosts, Matthew Dredska. Wait, no, 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 that's not what I meant. No, no, come on, no. Dang. Patrick Mudge. I really don't know what to say that's funny because I'm not a very funny person. (laughs) (laughs) True. And Nick Condor. There's a difference between picking and itching. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell me they're gone. I won't have nothing left. Don't tell me I'm strong. Back to the Lodge is brought to you by Icy Tech. USA. Hey, let's just be honest. No one can ever completely beat a mature whitetail census. But if you play your cards right, you can fool them. Now, for all the work you put into getting this close, make sure the camo you choose is up to the task. Mossy Oak. Made for moments like this. IC Tech now has tumblers and apparel. Check out ictech.com or visit the Hardware House in Huntingdon, Bennett's Hardware of McKenzie, or Rev Power Sports in Jackson to find all your IC Tech coolers and accessories. IC Tech, the classic roto molded cooler that started an entire industry. 100% veteran owned and operated. IC Tech USA. Get up. This moment was brought to you by Higdon Outdoors, a leader in the waterfowl industry for over 25 years. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Higdon Outdoors has been helping waterfowl hunters make the most of their time in the field for over 25 years. We are a family-owned company, and we're proud to serve duck and goose hunters just like you. We make high-quality, innovative decoys and hunting products that you can afford, helping you focus on what's really important. Check us out at HigdonOutdoors.com. Innovation. Quality. Customer service. That's Higdon Outdoors. Get real. Get Higdon. It's the 6 o'clock hour, and Back to the Lodge is live from Icy Tech Studios here in Huntington, Tennessee. I'm Patrick. I'm Matt. I'm Nick. And it's hunting season. Thank God. It is. (laughs) Finally. And it is getting into full uh, gun season starting Saturday. Yep. So, got out, did a little archer hunting this weekend, put one in the freezer. First time I ever hunted from the ground for bow season. You can elaborate, or is that just where the story the story's going to end? I mean, it could just end there, but <laughs> it was... I, look, okay, so I've never bow hunted from the ground. I've always been in a, a stand. What we call a stand up north is a true ladder stand, right. you, or yep. a climber. Yep. And um, this time, this year, I put my ghillie suit on. Mm. And I've got a really nice ghillie suit. We were hunting the edge of a cornfield, so I took some of the corn stalks and stuffed it in the back and put some leaves on, and I nestled down on the tree line. And 
Uh, old Will said, yeah, there'll be plenty of deer up in this area. God, I wish that I could post pictures right now. I know. That's like the like in the comments because I got a picture of easily sitting behind you mm-hmm. and him sending me a picture saying, hey, <laughs> can you find dad? <laughs> <laughs> what he didn't know was it was a live photo. So if I just hold on it, it it's live for a second. So it's like a little mini oh, video. I didn't know that's how that worked. And yeah, I'll show it to you. Oh, this could be very educational. I'll, I'll but anyways, I had, while he's pulling that up, I had a good ghillie suit and, um, Right off the bat, there was a six-point that came in and just would not leave us alone. He said, bet you can't find Dad. And you see up in that top corner, there's that, that little circle? Yeah. If you hold it. Oh, look at that. Ooh. So it was fairly easy to find you because I knew it was a live photo. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, you did. You looked like a deadfall. Yeah, I mean, I mean and, and I also, in all fairness, had my face screen pulled up so you could see my face. Right. I, I don't know if I was in that video. But. I couldn't tell. But um, so yeah, the, you know, six point came in. There was there was five six doe that came in after that. Anyways, put a put one in the freezer. Nothing worth mentioning, but uh, meat in the freezer. And that's that's what counts. And we were able to come back and process it. And we've got our own little processing area set up now, Nick. I saw. So we we just <laughs> hoist it right up. We go get to butchering, and and Will's got a nice uh, uh, grinder. So yeah. we were able to just man, we we got every inch of meat off that deer um which surprisingly enough matt because i've always taken mine somewhere so when i got done processing i'm like wow that's a lot of meat no oh, yeah it's <laughs> you a lot get of meat so much more yep. when you do it yourself because those you know if you take it to a processor nothing against processors but they have so many deer to clean they can't realistically get every cubic inch of meat mm-hmm. off the bone so you do have quite a bit of loss um but you're going to spend an extra, you know, it's time value, right? So you're going to spend an extra two hours right, picking at that to get an extra five pounds. Yeah. But. Hey, it's five pounds. It's five more pounds. That's a lot of burgers. Well, what I found interesting is you didn't cut it. I cut all of my ground, all of my venison ground. Mm-hmm. I cut it pork fat, always. 20%. Yeah. I always do. But you didn't. Right. And, and why you didn't makes sense to me. But I still think I'd have cut it. Well, here's here's a couple of reasons. Number one is, do we not anticipate getting a lot of venison yeah. this winter? Okay. Yeah. So if you cut this it, weekend, you mean that's just more <laughs> yeah. freezer space, right? So if you don't cut it, and then your your recipe changes, say you say you just want it straight, then it's straight, and then if you want to cut it with, because um, I use pork sausage, I think you do too, yep. but I know people that use beef fat, and look, that to each their own, that's that's perfectly fine. Um, but I'm going to consolidate the space, and then mix it as I need it. Um, you know, just it works out. I'm, all, I'm always pork fat only because it brings that sweetness. Oh, I'll, that I'll, pork fat's got that sweet. To I it. even like taking just plain old Italian sausage, sure, and putting that in there too, and and that kind of livens it up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, oh shoot, we had a whole bunch of comments on here. Richard Kaufman, how's it going? Brad Wilson, Megan Cruz Miller, George, you hey guys, thanks for tuning in. There's Justin, our producer from Knucklehead Media. Somebody send me some. Deer sausage sticks. Justin, um, we will get on that when we start smoking the meat, yep. which will probably not be for at least another week or two. Because um, right now we're going to fill the freezer and then get into Thanksgiving. And then we'll, uh, we'll we'll hook you up. Matt Roberts is tuned in. Francesca. Oh, that must be Justin's wife. That's what I guess. There's not many people with the same last name of Zerlitic. Yeah. So <laughs> so we'll take it. Um, but, hey, just so everybody knows, Facebook has actually changed um, 
how you share content and and for content creators, we can't put on there to like and share our posts anymore. That that actually was a policy that changed in August. We didn't know about it. We found out about it. So yeah. please don't like and share. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah, nudge. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but if you listen to this, uh, Justin's been super great at uh, at getting some of the platforms tweaked out. And now that we're video podcasts, you can actually watch the full video mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah. Um, I don't know why anybody would want to watch the video. I don't want to look in the mirror for ten minutes, let alone watch myself talk. Hey, speak for yourself. Well, we don't want to all get blessed with your looks, Nick. <laughs> we can't all just wake up and look like Luke Bryan in the morning. What was that face? Looked like he had to fart. Yeah, I I'm... didn't think I looked like Luke Bryan. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely have that country singer new kid look. New kid on the block. <laughs> so does Luke Bryan look like the new kid? Sort of. I mean, we can start to say Luke looks like Nick on a stick. Uh, Nick's still up there. Nick on a stick is still up there. And and he will be. Um, (laughs) This is getting out of control already. But, uh, no, Justin's got us linked up now on YouTube so you can watch the playback. Um, But if if you're listening to this podcast on Apple, I think Apple Tunes is the only one that allows you to leave the reviews. Um, hey, we appreciate the reviews. I checked it the other day. Um, I think I talked about this last week, and I saw a hundred five star reviews, and I'm like, man, wow, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, it was so humbling. On the other hand, I'm going, what in the hell did we do to get five star reviews? Because I didn't think it was that, you know, exciting, but well, apparently it was. No, man, it might be my good looks. We just got yeah. video, Nick. Well, yeah, 100 even. <laughs> we just got video. Hmm. One, yeah. Look, now it's 101. I already done uh, it. Oh. That, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Yeah. You just boosted mine from that's, a one star to a five star. That's why you wanted to. That's why you wanted me to get an iPhone. <laughs> um, but no, you know what? I was thinking about this. And everybody likes to do their own thing when they're hunting. Some mm-hmm. people like to, you know, text home or play games. I'm sure you probably play pool on your phone while you're in a stand. I whoop you? And probably. You <laughs> and, and I had my phone out because, you know, Will was telling me, you know, what to watch for and this and that. But I, I don't enjoy that. Me personally, I, I like having the phone away. I don't mind taking a picture or a video um, but it was so good to be actually out in the woods in such a long time. Uh, and we talk about all the time on the show is that mental health aspect of it. And to, <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet. <laughs> that microphone is so good. It picked up you putting the coat back on. <laughs> but, um, you know, to, to get the full effect of being in the woods and being able to just kind of let go. And, uh, I, I was, even though we were only out there for an evening hunt, because we were going to go out for the whole weekend and just fill that freezer, but we only got a couple hours in the field due to things that happened. Um, but, man, it, it was so humbling and rejuvenating to get back out there and just, dude, I was laying prone on the ground. I mean, just laying on my belly. And uh, that's when I realized, like, you know, everything going on in this country and, and social media and, and – People like to say fake news and fake this and fake. It, a lot of it really is. It, it's all what they want you to believe, 
and I was scrolling through Facebook today, and uh, we were getting some content put together for the show, and somebody had posted something, and I was reading it, and it just, for whatever reason, caught my attention, and it talked about there's so many people that want to portray that they're an influencer, a motivator, a, a somebody, you know, and, and that's great in its own respect, but who is really leading people, and, and I mean leading, not telling, but showing people and leading them to another option? So it's so easy for someone to say that is wrong or that is wrong. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. And, and you see it when you, if you, anybody follows like news pages, mm-hmm. okay, everybody knows it's no secret. Fox is considered the, the conservative news. CNN is considered the progressive or liberal news. And then you'll have somebody go to one of those news sites and just say, you're all wrong. You're all idiots. You're all wrong. Well, you're the one that went to the opposite side of your beliefs to dictate to others you're wrong. So you're just as stupid as whatever else you were trying to make your point. So the point you were making to me now, I'm looking at going, that person's an idiot. Now, I've known this. This is no secret. But, you know, there, there's there's nobody leading to that solution. And Matt knows if, if people come to me with, and they say, look, here's here's the problem. This is a problem. I want two or three suggestions on what to do about it. And there's nobody giving suggestions. So here's Patrick's suggestion of the day. If you get a chance to go out hunting or fishing, and you and I are guilty of this for a different nope. reason. Nope. Turn the phone off <laughs> unless you need it for emergency. Now, Matt and I went fishing once when there was no self-service. Yeah. We didn't quite realize it. We just thought it was really fortunate that our phones didn't ring that day. We were in so much trouble. So much trouble. I've never been in... I was like a child being scorned. You you more than me. I mean, I, I wasn't not in trouble. I was definitely <laughs> in some trouble. But, yeah. but no, but I mean, look, to get outdoors and shut that phone off, not just because of the social media, but because... You're looking at the, you're looking at this little thing instead of taking in the entire outdoors and what it has to offer, and just that little bit of time was a huge mental reset. Oh yeah, it, it's it's surreal. So if you get a chance to get out there, I encourage you. You know, have your phone on you. Always be safe. Be mindful, but just put it down. And it, it's it's amazing how much clarity comes. Oh yeah, after that because I actually talked to you. Sunday morning, mm-hmm. I was so stressed out. By the time I got back Sunday night, I felt like I slept 10 days in a row. What time did you get back Sunday night? Like from hunting or home? Home. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Hold For- on. Before we jump through that, <laughs> I'm not in much trouble anymore about that evening because where we went camping, and I'll get into that later, was one lake over from okay. our little spot. We won't say that spot. Right. And <laughs> you know, the goal of the weekend was everybody wasn't going to be on their phones. But as soon as we got there, I said, hey. Babe, look at look at your phone. She looked at it. I said, "See why I wasn't responding? No service. <laughs> no service. Exactly." But what time did you get home? I got home about four thirty in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so it's a long, long. We'll we'll condense it like you do with the audio. We'll condense the story. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, 
I ate a little too much cake during COVID. And it started after I got my deer. And it just it, it made it to the tree line and, and dropped. So that was the nice part is that we didn't have to track the deer. Mm-hmm. And a good shot. But <laughs> it having was, to drag it was it 12 out. yards away. You could have thrown a spear. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it's not like you made some 62-yard shot. No, it was, it was literally like it was probably a 15-yard shot. Yeah. I mean, it was – I couldn't ask. <laughs> Look, if it could have came up and kissed me, it would have. But anyways, so we got to drag the deer out. Oh, dear God, my age, I'm feeling it. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know what? I'm proud. I got a dad bod, and I got the, the belly and the ectomorphic shape. But holy hell, man. <laughs> Dragging out that Tennessee deer, which is way smaller than Ohio deer, I was hurt. I thought I was going to have a heart attack. And I looked at Will, and I'm like, hey, man, you uh, you want to grab one leg and I'll grab the other? <laughs> He's like, yeah, bud, I got you. Thank you, Jesus. Like, what a friend, you know? <laughs> so he grabs one. You know what's even a better friend? I got the side-by-side lined up for the weekend. So. Yeah, but you were tied up last weekend. <laughs> no, so, but I have it this weekend. Uh, we're dra- <laughs> and I'm, we're looking forward to that. So <laughs> we're dragging this deer out, and we make it maybe another 50 to 100 yards. We are easily, easily a mile in, maybe a half mile to a mile. And Will looked at me. He's like, okay, dude, I can't even do this. Will's a little fluffier than me. <laughs> shorter you know le- less of a stride but the corn had just been cut so you had to high step it over mm. each row too all right all mind you we are we have a ducks unlimited event to support that night and we have to get icy tech coolers to the convention center by 9 p.m okay it's only five so oh, we got okay okay we got four hours we're good yeah so <laughs> We get the deer, I don't know, I want to say probably seven, 800 yards from the field we were hunting in. And we were just like, dude, this sucks. We can't, we can't do this anymore. So Will's wife was with us. It was the three of us hunting. And she's like, well, I'll just stand here with the deer. Um, we'll get it to where we can at least get to somewhere accessible with a truck and then pick it up. So we're like, okay, I'll go with Will. She's good with the deer. We... Head out. Now, she's, she's got her handgun. She's she's good to go, so she's safe. And she's got a flashlight and a phone. So we start high-stepping it back to the truck. Now, we're already exhausted because we've been dragging this deer mm-hmm. and dragging it through corn that's still foot and a half tall, the stalks in the rows. And there's culverts. So we're jumping the culverts. It's muddy. It's, it's, it's everything a hunt should be. It really is. Right. But by the time we got to the truck... Both of us are sitting there going, <gasps> yeah, yeah, it wasn't, that part wasn't enjoyable. So anyways, we get the deer, then we come back to the shop, we get it hung up, and they're hungry, and I'm now covered in blood. So I'm like, well, we got to get these coolers fixed up so we can head up to the convention center. Mm-hmm. So I run home to change, Will takes his family to dinner, circle back, and we're loading these coolers into will's truck well the problem was there's still blood in the back of will's truck and it's too cold to sit there and rinse the bed out so i literally put a sheet of cardboard down on the flat of the truck the flat of the bed and then we loaded them and then we go to the the convention center to drop off the coolers so now it's i think we got there 845 Mm -hmm. so we get of course they needed a little couple hands we help them out and then you know guys that anybody who's part of du um we all like to talk and 
tell her hunting stories and I didn't want to talk or tell my story, but other people did and I respect these people, so I want to hear what they had to say. So we didn't actually even get out of there to probably nine thirty, nine forty five. Then we come back here and start cutting up this deer. And we spent a good few hours working on it because we wanted to get every bit we wanted. Right. So now, when I say a few hours, that's three hours of actually cutting, processing, grinding, packing, wrapping, vacuum sealing. And then another two, three hours of me and Will screwing off and, you know, having a Coke and a joke. And just, <laughs> <laughs> it just kept going. So by the time we got everything done, it's like two. And then we spent about an hour and a half washing everything, cleaning everything down, rinsing this, rinsing that, dumping this, dumping that, bagging this. And it's 3.30. Well, Will jumps in his truck and heads off. I jump. Okay, so those that don't know, I have no truck right now. Um, The engine thermostat decided not to like me. And if you happen to be a 2016 Chevy Colorado owner, I highly recommend that you don't try to do the thermostat yourself <laughs> because it's behind the wheel well on the back of the block. Unless if you're an ASU certified <sighs> mechanic. Yeah, and you've done this yeah. like a few hundred right. times. Um, it's a real pain in the butt to get to. Um, so I'm driving a Jeep Wrangler. Uh, it's a very good friend of mine's in the in the interim, but it doesn't have the doors and the roof on it. No, I could stop what I'm doing change my schedule and go put all this on there. But I really thought, you know what? I'm not going to drive it much. And I have it. Um, I'll just drive it during the day. Well, then things like coming back from hunting this show, (laughs) I'm doing a lot of night driving. Well, all of a sudden now nights are like 35 degrees outside. (laughs) Look, I can be a tough guy. I can, I can get in that Jeep or motorcycle and ride in freezing temperatures and just be manly and shut up. Dude, I'm at the age. I don't care. It's cold. I don't want to drive it at night, and it is what it is. Mm. So it's not that I'm bitching about it, but look, if I have options, <laughs> take the other options. Well, I left it off, and I don't know. It got done like 33 or something. The windshield had a layer of frost and ice on it. Well, when you turn your defrost on... That works really good when the vehicle's enclosed, but when it's wide open, it took an hour to defrost the windshield. So I left and got home about 4.30 in the morning, went to bed, passed out, and had to be up at 7. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, before before it starts to sound like wham, wham. How was your weekend, Matt? Oh, mine was great. I know. I had none of those issues. (laughs) No, we went out camping on a because I said earlier that it's close to where we fish. I'm not going to say where I went camping. Nope. Nope. But we got something called a tent cabin. I mean, you could say which park it nope. was. Oh, wow. There's only five lakes on that park. I'm not even going to bring it down to that. Doesn't the park go like all the way to Texas, though? No, sort of. No, not really. Like, if I said the name of the park. Well, then I guess we better stop there because I probably yeah. just said too much. So, um, we got what's called a tent cabin, which the woman told my wife over the phone, understand it's very primitive. Well, it's like, I don't care. It's what we're looking for. Mm. Whew. Primitive. <laughs> <laughs> it was perfect. It ended up being exactly what I wanted. Mm-hmm. But we show up, and it's five little cabins next to each other, little A-frame, tiny, probably 12 by 12 cabins. And there's two bunk beds, which are twins. So we all slept in our own bed, which was fine. And... The mattresses are worse than prison mattresses. Matter of fact, it's probably where they get them from. And you know this, huh? 
I'm friends. <laughs> and what we didn't know is it says air conditioning. I assumed what they meant by that was hot or cold. Nope. No, there's an air conditioning nope. unit in the window. No heat. No stove or anything? Nothing. <laughs> you walk in the front door of this, it is concrete floor, two very old metal bunk beds. There's not a table, no chairs, dresser, nothing in this. Sure. It is as basic as it gets. Matter of fact, when it got light out and we are still inside, you can actually see through gaps. In the, like, it's not insulated. That's when you need one of those like, uh, hot coal pans. Like, simple, simple. Mm-hmm. Now, it is close enough to the house. There's no bedding. Which sure. we, we brought like some comforters, but we didn't have sheets or any of that. So I, I looked at the girls. I said, you know what? It's early enough. Let's run home quick. It only take us a few hours. Let's go get a little heater. Let's go get some, you know, some sheets. So we ran home. We got that. Ended up being great. The cabin was awesome. No running water. No, you had to walk to the you know bathhouse in the campground. Um, my big, big, big takeaways. Number one, no cell service, which... That didn't really matter because we made a pact that there was no electronics the entire weekend anyways. We took our watches off. I couldn't have told you what time it was. I, I mean, we had nothing. But what I loved the most was being in that campground puts you back in the 90s. Kids are riding around on bikes. Mm-hmm. You walk from camper to camper saying hi to people, drinking a beer, everybody sitting around their campfire. It was awesome. It was awesome. And for the two days that we were there, two and a half days we were there, it was, I mean, there was nothing. There was nothing to, I mean, there was nothing to complain about. There was nothing. Did you have to take your own wood? Uh, we did. Um, you could have bought it, but it's no, really expensive. No, why? Where so, you live? Yeah. So we brought our own wood. Um, storm came up Saturday night, got real, real windy. Oh, yeah. The wind was bad Saturday. I forgot about that. So we had to cut our fire a little short. It was just blowing too hard i didn't feel good about all the dry and with leaves all the leaves on the ground i just right didn't now. feel good about it so we cut that short and just ended up hanging out inside the inside the cabin um brought a couple board games saturday during the day we took a hike down one of the nature trails that every I don't know, quarter mile there's a post with a piece of paper in it that, it that tells you about a tree that you're looking at or tells you about the creek that you're looking at just mm-hmm. you know information we took about a four mile excursion through the woods packed a snack pack or packed our lunch and drinks and no man it was great it was exactly what we wanted that weekend to be uh now apparently i'm buying a camper oh i mean it won't it won't be right now but (laughs) right right it is after seeing how much my daughter enjoyed it how much my wife enjoyed it and heck how much i enjoyed it Mm -hmm. um we're gonna get a camper it's gonna happen like pull behind yeah yeah I i was really 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 dead set on getting a bumper pull but after talking to a lot of our neighbors right next to us from the cabin had a camper mm-hmm. and talked to them on and off all weekend and they've been camping they've been campering for like 25 <laughs> years now they've owned wow. 15 different campers they told me all the pros and cons and this and that and honestly i really think if i have any vision of dragging it out west or you know if we want to go on a hunting trip or something out west and yeah. we want to drag it with fifth wheel is the only way to go well, so that requires a bigger truck. No, no, not necessarily. What your truck? You mean? Yeah, oh. yeah, my truck will do it, and you can get those removable fifth wheel hitches and stuff. Because so, I, the reason I didn't want the fifth wheel because I didn't want that big fifth wheel hitch sitting in my bed when I wasn't pulling something. Sure, but they make those removable ones. Um, you buy four hundred dollars, and that's that's the angle I'm going to look for. Is it, is probably a probably a fifth wheel pull thirty ish foot. Okay, 
Well, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, when you're ready to put that in, you just let me know, and I'll, I'll be more than happy to help you with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, right? <laughs> I'm sure. So um, if you're just tuning in, and Facebook kind of popped up. It's been fluctuating, a lot of people in and out. Um, let's see here. We've got Andy Nelson. What's up, Andy? We have to bring Andy on. We'll have to figure out a way to listen. It'd be nice to be able to bring people on camera, hear their question through a separate headset. Oh, we can. No, we can't. No, we can't. Not with this phone. We can't. No. But for people like Andy who are way off on the other side of the country, we could bring him on camera. Yeah. As long well, as he That's was... the thing. We can bring him on camera, but we have no way of hearing them. Mm. Mm. We could, uh, well, do you know his number? Yeah. Well, we're not going to bring my camera now. He's probably not even on right no, now. No, no, but but no, we we're going to have this set up to where we can bring on camera and you can ask questions on the show. Uh-huh. Um, Nick's been working on that for three months now. Wow. <laughs> See how that works? Nothing's changed. It's still your fault. Twenty six episodes. Bring him on Nick. camera. We are only on season two. I can't control Facebook. What we'll have to do is just use it through an Android or or the headphone adapter for iPhone so we can actually hear it on if that. That phone right there that they're looking at us, that one, if mm-hmm. you click on bring them on a camera there, it's not. No, it, if you it click it on here, bad? no, if you click it on here, it's going to bring them on that camera. Right. So their face will show up on this and that, but there'll be a delay on this. I don't know. We're going to have to figure this out. But anyways. Shout out to Andy, uh, Brian Jettelson, Donna Peach Christian, Melissa Butler, Jerry Mutt. Hey, wait, that's my dad. Uh, Yasser, Bobby, Christy, Tr- Trish Lito. Yep. There you go. She might know. Yeah, Trish. Like You're going to have to help us out here. We got all this fancy, expensive, yeah. ridiculous audio equipment. And three dummies that don't know how to and use three it. Three dummies and a cell phone. So <laughs> let's figure this out. Three dummies? I'm sorry. One. Uh, ah. The rest of us. Suck it, Nick. <laughs> Wow. 26 episodes, Nick. Wow. You got to wow. make it till January. Look, I'm counting, man. <laughs> We're going to have a nice, welcoming, <clears throat> amazing ceremony <laughs> at 26 weeks. That kind of scares me. It should. It should. My grandfather was mm. one of the first people to uh, tune into this right now. Uh, he gave me something. I don't want to talk about it yet because there is apparently there is a, well, there was a note attached to this that said, before you display it and talk about it, Call Grandpa, get the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, there's apparently a story with this, but it'll go great on our wall. And I think that's something that we should do is for the people that send something or the things we add, we can talk about them real quick. Do you want to grab yeah. that? So Shytech USA um, has sent us this nice steel cut out of the M200, and we'll be mounting that somewhere on the wall. I'm trying to figure out the where. We'll figure it out. You know what works? Here. I don't know if I can reach that far. You're going to just jam it in the, yeah. between the wood? I don't know how that'll look. Look at that. Hey. Check that out. There we go. The M200. I just got to sit up a little taller, right? No, actually, it works fine. Yeah. There we go. So they sent us the M200. We'll get that mounted up here on the wall once we do some redecorating. <laughs> but as people send stuff in, we'll get it hung up. We've got... Um, I added my badger. Yeah. Can't shoot badgers in Wisconsin. <clears throat> it's a state animal. But I uh, went down to Texas. Well, I, yeah. I told the story on the radio. That was probably, Did you? yeah, the hog story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was we shot that at night off of a high rack. They call them, or at least at this ranch, they call it. It's a. It was an older like 
Toyota hard body that had a big rack built up on top of it with a bunch of, I think they were like school bus benches. Mm-hmm. And then there's a whole bunch of plugs where you plug your spotlights in and you can shoot predators and stuff on, on the private ranch. And we would just ride around and the guides that were with us would tell us, okay, hey, yeah, that is something we can shoot. You can do that from a moving vehicle there? I don't know if it has to be parked while you're shooting. It, I don't know. It was It's a high fence ranch that we uh-huh. were tagging along on a hunt. But uh, but I shot that badger down there in Texas. And Is it a honey badger? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show is. <laughs> Honey it's badger. actually a, it's Honey a, badger, it's a fairly small one, but <laughs> because of being the state animal, I was like, you know, I've got to get, I got to get that pelt. I have yeah. to. So that was, that was my one takeaway from that trip was, was this badger okay. pelt. Yeah. So I like I'm, it. I like it. It looks good. If you're listening to the podcast, you know, check us out on Facebook at back to the lodge. You'll be able to see our back wall in the new studio here at IC tech headquarters in Huntington, Tennessee, which is home to us for the most part. Uh, Nick's a little further out of town, and you're a little further out of town. I claim Huntington. That's what I claim. That was nice of you. I'm well, sure somebody would appreciate that. Claim dollar. <laughs> Nobody knows where that is. I'll claim a dollar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, Nick, you live? Milan. Milan. I go through two different towns to get here. That's how much you love us. Yep. Uh, you know... Although I might as well claim Huntington because 90% of my time is here. Well. So, yeah. I mean, I literally just go home to sleep, and then if I'm not asleep, I'm here. And you're how old? Uh, 26. And you're still going home to sleep. You're doing better than I did at 26. Amen. (laughs) Wow. It's not a bad thing. No, it's a good thing. I don't know why he's so upset about it. Way to make me feel spoiled. No, not spoiled. No, I mean... Just smarter than we were at that age. I'm saying we were in the military at that oh, age. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I mean, you're going home. You're like, uh, that's not the reaction you're supposed to give. I'm getting really bad at this, I guess. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah. Do you need a hug? Mm, please don't. <laughs> I mean, I'll, I'll give you a hug, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm secure I'm, enough with my masculinity. I, I'm okay. I'm okay. okay. Yeah. Social distancing. You think Easley's still here? Sure is. I want to talk about Doa Palooza this weekend. Well, it's only going to be one day, right? Half day for me. That's right. You had something to do Sunday. Yeah, I got Friendsgiving Saturday, oh, Saturday that's right, evening. That's right. So I've got Saturday or I've got Sunday morning. It says he's watching with us. <laughs> I wonder if he's still here. It just yeah. happened. Yeah, it, it just happened. <laughs> so now I'm going to have to hit the button. You know what? We're just going to wing it. I'm going to hit the button and see what happens. Mine doesn't say bring him on. Actually, yeah, mine doesn't either. Hmm. They must know. <laughs> he's been They're putting... like, we know better. Don't bring that stooge home. He's been in Facebook jail too many times. I wonder if that's why he's not allowed to do that. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Mm. Robert, thanks for joining us. So, yeah, the the new Facebook algorithm, I almost messed that up, the algorithm rule, you can't put like and share anymore. You're not even allowed to say it. So we're going to just opposite day. It's don't like and don't share our lives. Wink, wink. And that's the best way to, um, yeah, I don't know a better way of coming up with that, do you? Nope. <laughs> Fresh out of ideas. <laughs> and look, it, this is this is a problem. And I know there's a lot of people jumping over to Parler right now and, and other platforms. But here's the reality of it. 
they're all still privately owned. So they can all do whatever they want to do. And I just had this discussion today with our with Andy, our attorney, um, because we we run campaign ads as IC Tech, and I was I, we watched him. I'm like, man, why why are the sales dropping on the ad response? Like we weren't getting the interactions we were getting. We weren't getting, you know, even good, bad, or indifferent. If you run something and fifty thousand people look at it, you're still going to get Johnny on the spot to say that's a piece of crap. You know, right, somebody right. negative. We didn't even get negative feedback. And I'm like, how in the hell did 40,000, 50,000 people or 20,000 on some of these see this post but nothing, just nothing? And we we ran some stupid steep sales yeah. for cyber, oh, yeah. cyber Weeks for Black Friday. And it was quiet for a little bit. And I'm like, wow. And then I talked to other outdoor companies at the dinner banquet. And then I talked to a major brand. I won't say which company it was. I talked to a major brand in the outdoor sporting goods area. And then I talked to Justin, who has other clients. And it's all the same thing. Facebook has throttled back out a lot of companies that are, I don't want to say conservative, but conservative-based. And they're pushing, and it, it was just came out in this testimony, they were pushing more of a progressive content to everyone. And I was talking to Andy, and you know, you've met Andy, haven't you? No, I haven't. Okay, Andy is Tom Cruise looking, super cool, conservative uh, attorney, outdoorsy guy, veteran. veteran. Yeah. Um, and and he said there's been four times, three or four times in the last couple of days that the sponsor ad on his Facebook that he sees every day now is the View, trying to make him subscribe to the View. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, privately owned companies, they're privately owned. I get it. People say we got to hold them accountable, but to another degree too, they're they're privately owned. I mean, yep. I, I, yeah. I agree yeah. that there should be fairness, <clears throat> just as like any industry, like the housing community and and hiring for jobs. Like there should be fairness and equitable um, equality across the board. But again, it's like well. If you pay for a service, you should get the service. So, look, end of the day, you can jump ship. You can go to any other social media platform you want. But let's not forget, it wasn't uh, 15 years ago. Everybody was jumping from MySpace to Facebook or 10 years ago. I don't know how long. It's been a while. Probably 15 or more. But, um, you know, that was the mass exodus. Everybody left MySpace. Oh, there's so many viruses. There's so much bad stuff and corruption and Russian spies and all this. Look, everybody migrated. And now everybody's like, man, where's Tom when you need him? And I, <laughs> I even seen somebody post a screenshot that they went and created a MySpace account. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, great. There's your three friends, and that's the entire internet. I don't know what to tell you. Well, it's like we got on our – it must have been, I don't know, a year ago. Me and you tried to get into our old yeah, – we obviously don't know the that. login, but we can find them. And, like, MySpace deleted half my photos. Yeah. And mm. – yeah, there was some cool stuff. I did find some neat things that I had forgotten about. I'm pretty sure that I had deleted my account at some point. I apparently didn't. I apparently just jumped and ran. I because I, mine's still there. But Steve, I, I still haven't done Twitter or um, TikTok. Like I just, I won't do. I haven't done Twitter. I won't do Twitter. I, I, I don't I'm know. Not a fan. Did I ever tell you my Twitter story? No. I don't. Well, at least I don't think you have. So I'm a big sports guy. Yeah. I've been for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Used to listen to ESPN radio on the way to work every morning. And at the time, it was Mike and Mike still uh, in the morning. Now it's Mike and Wingo, or I think that's what it is. Anyways, uh, there was three ways to 
enter for their, you know, they'd give away Super Bowl tickets or Final Four tickets or whatever. They'd give away tickets. There's always three ways to enter. You call the number, you text the number, and you tweet. So I was doing the two because I didn't have a tweeter. And <laughs> tweeter. And I got, I got home one day and I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, Matt, you're only getting, you know, 66%, 67% of a chance of getting this. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just do a Twitter just to enter these ESPN things? So okay. I go ahead and I start me a, a tweeter. And, and every morning, every morning I would call and I would text and I'd get those two entries and then I would tweet. A month went by and I think it was my sister said, hey, man, you, you got a Twitter yet? But no, I said, no, well, sort of, but I only use it for ESPN to get entered, blah, blah, blah. Just a warning. Your mom's watching now. So. That's fine. Okay. There's nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, come to find out, I'm pretty sure it was my sister that was looking at it. She goes, you realize you haven't sent a single one of these tweets, right? What? They were all just like saved as drafts. Like I'd never. Oh. So at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm too dumb <laughs> to work Twitter. <laughs> and I deleted it. They're going to merge, and then we'll just have twit face. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the new plan. That was my, like, one month on Twitter, uh, only doing the ESPN stuff, and obviously didn't even do it right. And So now I'm, now I'm, like, against it because I'm not smart enough to figure it out. But when we all jumped over to Facebook, I remember being, like, confused on how it works, mm-hmm. where I could still work my MySpace. I could put music to it. Oh, I could customize Yeah. Which is, you were basically learning how to code. Yeah, or copy or and copy paste. To, either way, regardless, <laughs> we were doing that stuff, but then I couldn't figure out Facebook, which is super simple. Mm-hmm. But I remember it being very confusing, and I'm sure Twitter's the same way. There's a lot of really dumb people on it that have figured it out. <laughs> so, <laughs> hi, Mom. <laughs> Man, we got to get your mom on this show. I cannot believe we didn't have her on. She no, wasn't she, here until She just said that she, or she said she wanted my dad to be on it first. This is going to be so good. I cannot, <laughs> cannot wait. So, Mrs. Dretzka, when you come back to Tennessee with, and your dad's name, what, Dave? Yeah. So, when da- you and Dave come, I'm, I'm, I'm going to make sure I cook that night and we'll have a spread up here because I'm, I am going to thoroughly enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have anything bad to say about me. I've always been a great kid. Of course, you know what we haven't done? You and I have been like telling these embarrassing stories when we did the bow telethon. Hmm. And uh I even I even said for the right donor I was gonna tell the most embarrassing hmm. story in my life and it involved fecal matter. Um <laughs> but I was picking on you and you know, your folks coming. But you know what we haven't done? We haven't reached out to any Nick's family yet. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You okay? I don't really know if you're going to get much. Are you tired today? Hey, I'm tired today. You're awfully quiet. You're more quiet than the normal quiet. Yeah, I'm just, it's, it's one of those days, you know, I'm just pretty tired. And, you know, it's only like 24 degrees in this room. It's much warmer, trust me. I'll, I'll go, I'll take you for a ride in the Jeep. You have a Jeep? Oh, my. We just told this whole story here on this 20 minutes ago. Are you okay? The Jeep? He's driving Alan's Jeep. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. The whole drive home, getting home at 4.30 in the morning. It's freezing cold. The windshield's frosted up. For some reason, I missed the Jeep. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Nick, I'm glad you're here with us. Good to be here. <laughs> 
<laughs> Welcome back to the lodge. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, dude. <laughs> I'm hey, I I'm told worried. you I was tired. I'm worried about you. I told you I was tired. We're still going <laughs> to... This doesn't change the course of action. We are still going to find... You know what? Tanea probably knows some stuff. I'm sure she and does. She probably doesn't. <clears throat> Tanea. She and probably. that's why you get voiceover gigs. Yeah. How many have you done? Hmm. I'd probably say about four or five so far. Look at you. Look at you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's not too difficult, right? You hit record, but, read, and then hit stop, record, and well, send. You, look, I, come on. It, it, it's a little more than that. You've got to be at least, what, compressing the file and, and, and cleaning up the audio and all that. Well, there's more that just goes into audio engineering it. I mean, come on. You've got to have the skill for it. You know, the skill for voiceovers. Yeah, we know that. To perform the voiceover. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, any old average Joe can just clean up some audio. That rhymed, by the way. Yeah, it did. There was... <laughs> Give me a little taste of a voiceover. It doesn't have to be an actual one. Just, just like, let me do your voiceover. Action movie. In a world... Ooh. <laughs> well, keep going. Oh God. I, uh, okay. What, what do we want the plot of the world to be? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> sure. Figure it out. I don't know. Do we have a pen and paper? I mean, not readily available. Hmm. Yes, we. Well, we have paper. I don't know about a pen. No, I was going to write out some words and have you read them back in cue cards, so that way you can't see what's on the next cue card. <laughs> I can find something. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're gonna we're gonna give you the cue card test. And and speaking of uh, diverting from the show theory here, you got any plans to get outdoors this fall? Uh, me and my stepdad talked last night, and we were talking about going hunting uh, Sunday. Oh, there you go. Opening weekend for rifle season. You're just a day late, but yeah, Sunday works. Well, you know, I said opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Ow. We still got splinters in this thing. I see that. Yeah, I just grabbed one. Ooh. It'll be all right. <laughs> all right. We had paper, but... Uh, okay, Game okay. on. <clears throat> Don't Actually, Nick. don't blink. Oh, well, yeah, like they're separate, yeah, separate pieces. I want you guys to take it for a minute. I'm going to write out some lines for Nick. Okay. Uh, just for... <laughs> Will, Easley just said, for Will Easley said, Nick Condor, you have the perfect face for voiceovers. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just for my sake, please, for the love of God, keep it clean. Please. Cleanish. Yeah. Clean. There'll be no bad oh, words. Oh... <laughs> no bad. Uh, <clears throat> don't make it too bad. You guys take it from here. I got this. Are you hunting this weekend, Nick? You got stuff going on? Uh, I'm wanting to go hunting Sunday with my stepdad. We talked about it yesterday. Speaking of yesterday, my goodness, you'll never guess what I had to do. So I get a call from my mom a little late. And uh, long story short, uh, one of my granddad's uh, mules had been laying on the ground for, you know, 24 hours. And if you know anything about 
you know, horses, mules, anything like that, like that's not good. Um, they can only lay down for a certain amount of time before, you know, blood flow gets cut off and stuff like that. Like their bodies aren't made for that. And, uh, so he had been down for that long. And of course, probably by that time, uh, muscles are just completely dead asleep. So there's no getting him up. Well, you know, we had to put him down. And uh, that's what I had to do last night. Mm. And that may be why I'm tired today. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have to haul it off? No, uh, my stepdad uh, buried him today. Oh, okay. So, Shovel? Uh, no, Traco. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> big shovel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a big motorized shovel. Yeah. Well, I know we're going to hunt a little bit Sunday. We're going to try to take advantage of that three doe a day mm-hmm. this weekend. Look, this property is so overrun with deer. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, they're talking about, you know, ton of crop damage. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the crop yield this year was just terrible with with, with how, how what these deer have done. So I believe it. Uh, I think at one point they talked about on the entire property. I'm not going to say how big the property is. It's pretty big, but they <laughs> want to take out 100 deer this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to take advantage of that three doe a day and then yeah. the hunters for the hungry and you know, if there's anybody around here locally that is looking for some venison, please let us know. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, yeah, let's not commit to that until we fill the freezer. Yeah. Did that look like that was going to be hard? Well, it just depends. <laughs> With a how, rifle. How much time? Well, look, here's the thing. You get out there and we all get one, then you still have hours and hours and hours of processing and pulling out to do. Yeah, so. but that's the that's the thing. When it, when it comes to if you're donating a deer, you're not processing. You're just throwing it in the side-by-side, throwing it in the back of the truck, taking off. Okay, but it depends on where you're donating because the ticket availability now is being run, as far as I understand, through the county because the county sheriff was donating the meat and you had to go there to pick it up. What ticket? This was two days ago, Carroll County Sheriff's Office. If you They were distributing the meat, so you had to get a ticket to have the deer dropped off, processed, and then they were going up to pick it up. You had to bring a ticket from the front desk window. Well, hunters are hungry. You can just take it there. Well, I, underst- I understood there was a limit to how many of those they were taking. Not maybe. Because we were discussing that this week. We'll look into it more, yeah. but I would just say don't, depending on where they get it. Because I know the county sheriff's office was distributing it this week. Now, Are you writing a daggum book? You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we need to hurry up because we're almost up against the time. There's no time on it. <laughs> easily, easily just sitting out there just listening to us talking about how dumb we are. I got this. This better be good. Hmm. We can get that safe open tomorrow. Can we talk about that? We gotta get those bits. <laughs> no, we don't want to talk about that. Why? Why? How you lost your safe key with both of our rifles in it? <laughs> I hate you. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. True story. True story. Oh my god! We spent I don't know two hours Ow. yesterday. We got th- we got through one. We're drilling them out, and we got through one yesterday, mm. and thirty dollars worth of drill bits. <laughs> and and we've got the second one started. But that's about it. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Local hardware store is out of cutting oil, so we don't have that. Uh, I've got some here. Did you find it? I haven't looked, but I know it's here. Okay. I know I have some at home, too. I just I, I looked for it this morning, and I couldn't find it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, we got to get that drilled out so I can pop a few holes in the old target and make sure that it's... That's right. It should still be dialed in. I don't know why it wouldn't. 
Unless Patrick's been throwing it around the house or something like that. You've been throwing my rifle around? How could I throw it around? Before you locked it up and lost the key. No. Not at all. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Nick. That made a nice noise. We're going to. I know, wasn't it? <laughs> got to love the audio on these, but you, gotta, you do have to be kind of close <laughs> to the microphone. Um, so you're going to have to read these in order. Here's the rule, Nick. There's one rule. Since you're the voiceover pro, you have to read in parentheses. It's going to start with your action movie voice. Then it'll tell you the voice in parentheses. Mm-hmm. Read what it says. But you're not allowed to peek at the next page until you finish the page you're on. I can't read the script before I read the script? Absolutely not. And pretend you're getting paid. So as serious as you can. Okay. Well, number one, even if I am getting paid... I mean, there's multiple takes. Nope, not I'll, this time. I'll buy you a beer. <sighs> yeah, do a little more than that. This is this is called impromptu. So just oh pretend gosh. I'm Drew Carey and you're Colin Mockery. All right. <laughs> Welcome <clears throat> back to the lodge, Nick. <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna make sure you're fit for this show. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Oh, I'm ready. <clears throat> I know what it says. Okay. Let me get... All right. Oh, I forgot to put the the last line on the last page. Ooh, hold, on. hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I forgot to put the person's name. I wonder how many keys I was I just in. I didn't see it. Oh. All right. All right. You got the good news is you only have like less than. A dozen people, maybe a half dozen people on the Facebook Live. So That's all right. I'm only shaking. Yeah, you are. Because it's like 24 <laughs> degrees in this room. Oh, my God. Oh my God. You have a sweatshirt on. Hey, I'm lean. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that belly. Uh, all right, you ready? Mm-hmm. God, I am so nervous. <sighs> <laughs> In a world where voices can change. (laughs) No, no, no. My voice is the best. No, no, no. My voice is the best. (laughs) No, 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 no. Mm Mm-mm. My voice is the best. (laughs) I love. (laughs) Long walks on the beach. And strawberry daiquiris. Rated R. Good job, Nick. <laughs> Let's see. You had Kermit the Frog, Sling Blade, Luke Bryan, and Consuela all in one. <laughs> Let us know which voice was yours. Was your favorite? I mean, <laughs> Consuela's pretty good. Kermit was pretty good. Sling Blade, that's, that's a hard one if you don't get it, you know. Mm-hmm, I reckon. Mm-hmm. There you go. Kill you with. Mm-hmm. I like Mustard on my biscuits. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell puts mustard on biscuits? 
<laughs> I don't know. It's just it's not like somebody would say. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. It does. Oh, dear. I like mustard on my biscuits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to know what you do with biscuits. <laughs> Anyways. Nobody does. All right. Our time's expired for the week, and uh, we're working on some new content that's going to be coming out with new guests as we most of our guests are actually out in the field hunting as rightfully so uh, but we'll have some new guests coming on uh, we look forward to bring <laughs> what yeah, the comments on Facebook oh, I'm know. losing I put it says I put must well easily I put mustard on biscuits I am not surprised in the least bit <laughs> me neither <laughs> oh my gosh Anyways, until next week, ask yourself, what are you grateful for? Live from Icy Tech Studios here in Huntington, Tennessee, I'm Patrick. I'm still Matt. I'm Nick. And we are back to the lodge. We'll see you next week, guys. Hey everybody, Nick here from Back to the Lodge. If you like the show, if you like the content, don't forget to subscribe to us, follow us, leave a review, and hey, if you want to see us and hear us live... You can go to our Facebook page, Back to the Lodge Podcast, and view us live each Wednesday night from 6 to 7. But until next time, we'll see you when we head back to the Lodge.